Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit simplecast.com. Tune in to Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service Radio. Guys, welcome to Direct Message on Full Service Radio. We are broadcasting live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan in Washington, D.C. We are here live weekly every Wednesday at 1 p.m. You can listen anytime on fullserviceradio.org. Direct Message is a radio show by A Creative D.C. And I am Morgan West. I'm your host and I'm founder of the A Creative D.C. Project. This weekly podcast is a dedicated dive into the Creative DC hashtag feed, and it's time spent with the people and projects who populate this city digitally and IRL. So you've seen us at Creative DC on IG and Twitter at a Creative DC. We have going on a million strong hashtag on social media. It is filled with amazing content and events and visuals and most importantly perspective. So this is our first and official and very inaugural episode of Direct Message. Um, Direct Message this week actually coincides with our three-year anniversary of the project at large, which kind of didn't realize until this morning. <laughs> Life comes at you fast. Um, but we're so happy to kick off this new year of a creative DC, this new project, um, and to do it in partnership with our friends at Full Service Radio is really special. So I'm here today in the Full Service Radio station at The Line DC, and we are kicking direct message off uh, with a longtime friend of the Creative DC project. Her name is Nicole Capo Martinez. So right now, you can find Nicole's visuals and her DC perspective in the Creative DC hashtag feed, um, mostly under the handle corandera.club. So I've known Nicole for several years now. Um, one of the things I love the most about her, among a great many things, um, she really has this true commitment to community. Um, she seemed like such a natural first guest for that alone. Um, her Curandera Club project is the latest iteration of that work. Um, her background includes uh, collaborations with and for a really long and pretty amazing list of women-owned businesses in D.C., um, among other things. This is in quotes. She's worked as an administrative and web and emotional support guru, <laughs> which I love. We all need one of those, especially in, in this creative economy. Um, and more recently, Nicole has spent the last few years um, working on her own creative brand. So she's focused on creating space online and in real life by way of workshops and events uh, in which women can practice radical self-love. In 2017, she also co-launched DC Hearts PR. It's an organization that partners with DC businesses to fundraise for Puerto Rico recovery efforts. She is also currently community liaison here at The Line DC. She obviously wears quite, quite a few hats. Um, <laughs> this episode of Direct Message is all about the how, the why, the what of Nicole Capo Martinez's Washington, D.C. Nicole, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This is really exciting yes. to be here for the inaugural I know. A Creative D.C. It's episode. Good. 
first one. So I think we're gonna we're gonna get right into it. Absolutely. We, every week, we you know we really want to make this a little bit of like a long form discussion about things we would otherwise kind of just be scrolling through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been such a pleasure to kind of keep an eye on your work through the hashtag feed for the last few years. Um, when I kind of when I link in bio over to you, <laughs> over to your website, um, your bio is Nicole is a Bariqua currently residing in the district where she's lived for a decade in a hundred different lives. Yep. I love this. <laughs> I think a lot of people can relate to that. Um, so what, what brought you to DC? Um, so I actually, uh, came here for college in 2007. Um, and I, you know, fell in love with the city. Uh, it was a very different place in 2007. Um, and just watching how it kind of grew over those four years of college made me want to stay. And I never really found a reason to leave. So yeah. Yeah. Like, where, where did you move from? Uh, I was in Puerto Rico, uh, which is where I grew up. Um, and, you know, I, I wanted to study journalism. GW has a great journalism program. So that's kind of how I wound up there. I love that. And because you are a writer, you still do freelance writing mm-hmm. to this day. Um, was that kind of your entry point into, you know, the DC creative world or what kind of got you started working in this industry? Yeah, uh, it was kind of just a natural transition. I started out, you know, in journalism. I worked in broadcast for a little bit and doing some freelance writing um, and meeting just some really cool people in that world. Um, I kind of realized, though, that broadcast journalism wasn't the thing that I was passionate about. Um, And I really wanted to be working with small businesses. Um, I come from a family of small business owners, managers, Um, And so, you know, I kind of missed having that small community. Um, I was working more in like corporate environment, which, you know, I wasn't really used to. Um, And so I quit my job, uh, started working at Righteous Cheese and Union Market, and it all kind of continued on went, from there went from there yeah I love that that's so interesting I feel like so many people who kind of work in the creative economy they have a small business background mm-hmm. um, my, my family was kind of the same situation my sister and I like to say the family motto is everyone must suffer right <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah so it's like once you kind of all right once you see that growing up it really is kind of something that sticks with you yeah um, yeah, so Righteous Cheese, I, you know, when you look at your portfolio online, and again, just from knowing you, I mean, you really have worked with a long list of, of DC women, yeah. uh, DC women in business, and Righteous Cheese was the start of that at Union Market, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, owned by Carolyn Stromberg, um, formerly of Comey and Little Saro. Um, she kind of branched off into her own cheesemongering consultation company, and that turned into Righteous Cheese. It's amazing. And so yeah. what kind of work did you do for, for that brand in particular? So I did, um, I was kind of the service director for her bar, the bar portion of her um, shop. Um, and then I also did a lot of social media for her, um, which is kind of how I got into doing social media for other people after that. It's very cool. Yeah. And so a little hop, skip, and a jump away from Righteous Cheese is Salt and Sundry. Mm-hmm. And you, I know you did some like web copy. And yeah. Yeah. So um, I was one of the shop managers. They have an awesome team. Um, everyone kind of focuses on a different area. So my focus was web. So, um, you know, writing copy for the website, picking what products went up there, um, and then just, you know, day-to-day working in the shop as well. Yeah. Oh, it's so interesting. I feel like you've had such a like a diverse group of clients. So it's like hospitality and service and Mm -hmm. then 
decor and home and ultimately like it all needs marketing. (laughs) Um, So I feel like this probably did just kind of happen very organically, but was there kind of a larger strategy or maybe in hindsight, was there things that you were grateful for about how that all came Um, together? Yeah, I, you know, I always, once I started working in small business, I knew that I kind of wanted to stay in small business. Um, And, you know, I love supporting women-owned businesses. Um, My grandfather and my father started a company together when I was little, but my mom was the manager, and so she's kind of always the person that I, you know, seek to emulate, um, be a little bit like her. Um, So, yeah, I love supporting uh, businesses owned by women, and um, that's always kind of been my strategy as I move forward. Um, It kind of happened organically, but I think I also saw it to you know, work with uh, the women that I saw who were doing really cool projects and who I kind of just wanted to be around. Yeah, I love that. And I think it really, it speaks so much too to what you're doing now with Curandera Club and the mission behind that, which mm-hmm. we'll get to in just a few minutes. Um, but so I kind of love always talking about, you know, how, how did you get into this? Because I think a lot of people see, you know, maybe kind of like more fully formed creative careers and it looks like oh yeah this is like super glamorous and it's like no actually like I kind (laughs) of (laughs) I wandered my way into doing web copy which prepared me for the next thing which prepared me for this so yeah I Um, love that it's it's about showing up right yeah absolutely (laughs) um and it's like a big you know puzzle piece where you're just kind of looking for the different pieces you don't necessarily know what it looks like or where it's going to be but you know you kind of find it and it clicks and it makes sense for that part of the journey and then you're looking for the next puzzle piece and figuring out what that is yeah and to your point exactly I mean it, it really it was clicking for you and you obviously found like this really cool niche I think in in the DC creative economy mm-hmm. and in this community um, again the emotional support guru I just <laughs> love so much um, but all of that because you were working with makers you're working with artists and cheesemongers yeah um, but that really did lead you to a more formalized business um, so let's talk a little bit about a free hand so a free hand was Nicole Capo Martinez yes. our very first guest this yes. was this was her business prior to Curandera Club. Yeah. Um, so that kind of started, um, I did a short um, apprenticeship with Kate Zaremba, who does graphic design and um, wallpapers. Made, yeah, beautiful Beautiful wallpapers. wallpapers. Um, she calls herself a surface designer. Um, and, you know, I kind of realized that more than needing, like, an assistant, she needed someone who she could kind of bounce ideas off of. You know, like, she was... Uh, putting together her studio and she literally just needed someone to go to Ikea with her and kind of hold her hand and say, no, you don't need that crazy orange piece of furniture that you're never going to use, but that one looks great and you'll probably use it. Um, So uh, yeah, I kind of realized that that was uh, what a lot of artists are looking for. Um, And, you know, in working with her and um, I got a part-time job doing admin work uh, with Mateen, uh, Carolyn Misterick, who does uh, beautiful leather bags. Um, It was kind of the same thing where uh, she she mostly just needed a sounding board, Um, you know, and I was doing writing copy for social media and stuff, but she mostly just wanted someone to be able to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Wow. What a great use of skill set. Really? I mean, seriously. It's mostly just being a person who who is willing to listen and, and you know, every now and then give ideas, but mostly just kind of sit, listen, and 
and hold someone's hand yeah, when they need it. Which is great, because I think we all do need that. I mean, yeah. I think especially, I mean, this industry is tough, and I think a lot of times um, it goes underappreciated, but also under-talked about, mm-hmm. really, is just, like, support doesn't necessarily have to come, you know, support can be a little more formalized, yeah. right? So I think you were really smart to be able to, you know, for lack of a better word, kind of, like, capitalize and mm-hmm. formalize that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's uh, definitely something that I think most people don't realize that they need going into starting their own businesses or having their creative careers. Because um, you, you think of a creative career and you think of the artist by themselves working on their art. Um, but there's so much more than that. And no artist exists without the community that helps support them. Yeah, that's so smart. And I just love that as kind of even a broader DC analogy. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, we really, it can be easy to feel siloed, but you're not. I yeah. think kind of at any given moment, there are, there are people you have access to, whether, yeah, whether yeah. it's a formal relationship or whether it's kind of like poking your head around the corner. Absolutely. I love that. Um, so a free hand, how long were you kind of doing that officially? Um, less than a year, a couple months. Um, it became really hard to manage as a solo person. Um, and you know, it's hard to make it financially viable. I still think it's a really good idea. Um, I don't know how I, I could make that happen financially going on into the future. So I, unfortunately had to stop doing that kind of work. Yeah, I re- I relate to that very hard. <laughs> I think a lot of people do. Well, it's so interesting, especially when you're doing something to kind of go back to the skill set mm-hmm. talk, right? So it's like that job is about you being Nicole. Mm-hmm. So like truly, even if you were to bring a team on, what can you what about being Nicole can yep. you delegate to someone who is not Nicole? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so interesting. Um, so a free hand then, so you're not someone who has downtime. Yeah. <laughs> so a free hand, while perhaps that maybe closed doors officially in some capacity, you did transfer that energy into your latest project. So yes. I would love to, um, we'd love to talk about Curandera Club. Yeah. Um, so Curandera Club was definitely like an organic thing that was born from what I was doing with Freehand. Um, You know, I was helping bounce ideas off people for events and and things like that. Um, And I realized more and more that what I wanted to be doing was kind of creating these events myself and and kind of bringing people together and um, just kind of building community. Um, So that's uh, the base idea of where that came from. Um, And, you know, 2017, 2016 have been really difficult years uh, for women in particular. Um, And, you know, I know that I couldn't have gotten through those years without my support group of women that, you know, whether we're getting together for a craft circle or we're sitting in front of the TV watching some reality trash TV and drinking wine, um, I needed that to really, like, help get through some of the rockier parts of the last couple years. So Corandera Club exists to kind of be that for the people the women who live in this community yeah that's amazing and it's so funny I kind of until you said it like that I'm like wow it really is it's it's a free hand yep but it's for your life (laughs) (laughs) as opposed to necessarily being business centric yeah oh that's so great um 
So if you're just joining us, uh, this is episode one of Direct Message. We're here with Nicole Capo-Martinez of Curandera Club, which is a project and website here to create and spread healing vibes by connecting you with events, workshops, collaborations, and plenty of reading material so that we can all care for ourselves and each other. I love that. That's, yeah. your, that's your elevator pitch, right? <laughs> that's the elevator pitch. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's an online space, so you're utilizing new media, mm-hmm. um, but it's also IRL. Yes. Yeah, so what's what's the programming been like, and when did when did Curandera Club officially start? Um, it officially started late last year. I actually couldn't tell you the date because there was so much going on in yeah. the, around that time. Um, but it's been, you know, a... a good couple months now um, since late summer of last year um, where I've just been, you know, using social media to kind of help spread healing vibes, like you said. Um, The idea is to create just a really tranquil space for uh, women. Um, So whether that's, you know, on Instagram, through uh, blog posts, or then through events, which... um, We've been doing some really, really cool stuff. Um, It's been awesome just having the support of some of the women that I've worked with in the past. Um, The Lemon Collective women who are always awesome. Uh, Let me use their space for a couple of really cool events. Yeah, the Lemon Collective is a workshop space and hands-on. And what's what's the best descriptor for it? On Georgia Avenue. On Georgia Avenue. um, Kate Zaremba is actually one of the founding members. um, And it's kind of a artist, women artist collective space. Um, So whether that's as, you know, uh, studio space for them to do their own work or workshop space for them to teach classes. So it's a little bit of everything all in one tiny little adorable space. I love that. (laughs) And so what kind of workshops have you kind of curated in there? Yeah. um, So as you know, there was a pretty horrific hurricane last year. that affected many places, but um, my home. Um, So that was kind of a big catalyst for me doing a lot of the events that I did at the end of last year. Um, So I tried to focus on uh, doing work for Puerto Rico, uh, whether that was fundraising or other kinds of charitable work. So uh, we did a... um, mapping class, which is really cool. Um, If you've never done digital mapping before, you essentially are um, drawing outlines around buildings or roads or lakes or places uh, in uh, areas where there have been natural disasters. Um, And that's so that disaster relief agencies know the areas that they need to go to to help out. Um, They're able to use, you know, before and after satellite images to see kind of how different areas were affected. Um, And that helps them doing their work. Um, So we did a little mapping session for a couple hours in the Lemon Bowl, um, ate some delicious snacks and just hung out around the table (laughs) all mapping together and getting to know each other group of strangers um and then i also um hosted a toy drive for uh three kings day which is january 6th um so throughout the month of december uh, i partnered with taller salud which is a uh, feminist collective they call themselves a radical feminist collective 
um, in Puerto Rico. Uh, they work with low-income communities and communities of color back home. Uh, so they have kind of switched gears since the hurricane to help rebuild those communities. Uh, so what they did was create an Amazon wish list uh, for toys that they wanted to collect for kids. And there was some really cool stuff, feminist cross-stitch, uh, little science kits, um, all kinds of fun books um, and things. And so uh, the first 20 women who uh, purchased items from the list and sent me proof of purchase, I hosted a wreath-making workshop for them at the Lemon Bowl. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So uh, that was really a fun afternoon. Well, it's been really amazing um, over these last few months. You know, I, you've done, you've really, it's been, a lot of your work has been responsive and reactive mm -hmm. to what's happening in Puerto Rico. And you've done it obviously in a few different ways through Corandera Club, but then also through this outshoot DC Hearts PR, mm -hmm. which you co-founded. And actually the Amazon wish list uh, that Nicole just mentioned is linked in the Instagram bio of DC Hearts PR. So if you want to support, you can please head yes, there. Please do. <laughs> um, but can you talk about what, you know, what is, what's the collaboration aspect of DC Hearts PR? And Absolutely. Um, so, it was another kind of organic thing that happened. Um, I uh, had been posting a lot about Puerto Rico on Instagram, um, just kind of trying to help spread news of what was happening and, and raise awareness. Um, and I got a random uh, Instagram message from, uh, her name is Mercedes. She runs Trim Salon over here in Adams Morgan, um, who is also Puerto Rican, and I had no idea. Um, I'd never met her before. Um, and she uh, reached out and, you know, was like, I really, I, f I feel like I, we should be doing more. Would you, you know, be interested in meeting with me and just talking about, like, what we can do? Um, so we sat down and met and, and really enjoyed each other's company and came up with some cool ideas for how we could fundraise. Um, she was already doing some fundraising through the salon, um, donating a portion of proceeds from some of the products that she sells. And uh, so we, we decided to reach out to other small businesses, local businesses, and see who else would be interested in donating a portion of their proceeds, whether it was products that they normally sell or selling something special for the occasion. Um, and we got a pretty cool crew of people um, to participate, as well as um, some restaurants who hosted events and then donated portions from those events as well. That's so great. Um, and you can still follow along. What's the, what's, how can people learn more about that? You guys have a website for yes, DC Hearts PR. There is a website. I have admittedly fallen a little bit off uh, the wagon with updating that. Um, but you can follow on the Instagram account. Uh, it's at DC Hearts PR, um, all spelled out. And... Uh, we have been posting on there all of the different collaborations with local businesses. Um, I know, uh, like, Checo Goods, she does um, beautiful uh, jewelry. Uh, she made a special line of necklaces uh, in the colors of the Puerto Rican flag. Wow. Um, so I believe she still has a couple of those left. It was a limited edition That's run. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, her work is so beautiful. They're really beautiful. And I love all the collaborations that came out of this, too. Because um, this is, you know, this is this is this is again this reactive this responsive work that's mm -hmm. it's emotional work yeah. as well and I think so much of what you do with Curandera Club is you know create a space that is kind of allows you to go out into the world and do the emotional labor that mm -hmm. is required of women I know that's part of your mission yeah. statement um, so it's been really it's been really I think 
I just would like you to know like, <laughs> it's felt like a privilege to kind of keep an eye on your perspective and how you are showcasing that perspective Thank and you. how you're using sort of these online resources and these places that you know how to navigate, mm-hmm. how to do that to create community and, you yeah. know, really just rally, you yeah. know? And I think it's also been really interesting too, because I know it just in this last year and, you know, especially because of, of, Puerto Rico, you know, it's been really kind of amazing to see that part of your identity mm-hmm. um, just be showcased so strongly. So, I mean, is that, I mean, you've got to have a, I mean, <laughs> so many feelings. It's just yeah. emotional labor, Nicole. Yeah. 2017 is definitely <laughs> a year of emotions. Um, and, you know, going into 2018, also a year of emotions. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Corandera Club was not, when I first envisioned it, it was not going to be a space for fundraising or anything like that. And I felt the need for it. Um, And I think my goal for this year is to kind of balance doing that kind of work with also creating a space where you can take a break from that. And, um, you know, we tried to do a little bit of that last year, but I really want to do more. more for creating tranquil spaces where once you've done the emotional labor and you've done that work, you can just kind of step away for a second and take a deep breath and, you know, gather your thoughts and then go back out into the world feeling refreshed. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. We all need it. And it's interesting. I mean, it's like, get you a project that can do both really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you know, one last point on that. Um, I, a couple months ago, I went to the I went to Capitol Hill. The, it was called the Digital Dems, mm-hmm. right? So it was just it was basically like a day of of digital talking about digital activism, um, and it was so interesting because you know people were really saying that it is because of people like you and projects like this who are utilizing their channels and resources to draw attention to something that otherwise may have stopped being talked about. Yeah, you know, I think we see how quickly the news cycle goes, and I think you know what what you have done last year um, really is just such a great example of like how in 2017 and 2016 and 2018, like we all really need to use the platforms that we yeah. have to talk about what we're passionate about. So. Absolutely. And I think it's, I think it's hard, especially for women who are constantly doing this kind of work to keep your focus on it. Um, but it really is necessary, you know, I, speaking from personal experience, uh, Puerto Rico is still not even close to where it was before the storm. There's still, you know, thousands of people who don't have electricity, who don't have access to running water, um, and and those people don't have a voice right now. So, you know, being able to give a voice to the people who don't have it, uh, whether it's Puerto Rico or elsewhere, uh, it's really important work. Yeah. Thank you for doing it. <laughs> Thank uh. you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up next for Curandera Club? Do you guys have anything on the calendar for this year? I love the the resolution to find a, a, a place between yes. reaction and, and tranquility. Yes, it's going to be a lot of balance. Um, I This year, I am uh, hoping to work more closely with my friend Kim Pendleton. She runs uh, Heart Space, uh, which is a all-around consulting, uh, vision boarding, uh, whatever you can think of that is healing and magical. Uh, she basically does it. Um, and we, uh, 
you know, hosted that wreath making class together at the end of last year. And she's a beautiful soul who just wants everyone to feel magical all of the time. Um, so I uh, am working closely with her. We have some surprises in store for this year. I love that. Uh, so news of that TBD. Good. We'll keep an eye on <laughs> emotional support gurus. Yes. <laughs> Nicole is going to be here for all of us this year. Um, oh, well, thanks so much for being here. I think each episode of this, we'd kind of like to end with a, with a specific question for our guests. Um, the tagline for a creative DC is your life looks good mm-hmm. here. Um, that means I think a, a different, different thing for every person who follows or who reads it, or it means yeah. a different thing for me every day, yeah. but creative life in Washington DC does look really good. It's worth sharing. It's worth talking about. Um, what is one thing people should know about your creative DC? So this can be a recommendation, creative business advice. Yeah. Your life looks good here. Um, I think what I hope that everyone takes away from DC when they come, when they meet all the wonderful people who live here, um, is that this is really a community. Um, and you know, it's a city, but it feels like a town. I walk down the street, I run into 10 people I know. Um, and, and I think that's the most beautiful part of the city. And that's, uh, really a big part of the reason why I haven't left is because, um, you know, anything that I need, I know that there's someone that I can count on to, you know, help make that happen for me. You know, I, I constantly have a living, breathing support system here. Oh, and so you know, good. I hope that's true for everyone else who lives here as well. I hope that too. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. That's so good. This is the best. This is the best place. <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to, that's going to be me devolving every episode. Yes. I'm like, this is the best. <laughs> thank you. Um, so guys, thank you all for listening. Um, we have just had our very first episode of direct message with our very special guest, Nicole Capo Martinez. (laughs) 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 Thank you, Jack Inslee in the booth. Um, so Nicole, thanks for spending time with us. Thank you for sharing your perspective. Um, I feel very warm and fuzzy, uh, before we let you go, uh, can you just give us your give us your rundown. So where can we find you? Instagram, website? Absolutely. Uh, Instagram handle is at Corandera, C-U-R-A-N-D-E-R-A dot club. And the website is also Corandera dot club. So easy to remember both ways. Easy peasy. Oh, so that's it guys. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Morgan. Um, For everyone listening, you can expect direct message weekly. Next week, next Wednesday, we're sitting down with neon artist and sculptor Craig Craft. Um, You can catch us live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. on fullserviceradio.org anytime. Um, Everything will be archived there. A Creative DC, we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at A Creative DC. We are online at www.acreativedc.com. Our team includes Makita Solomon, Pammy Carroll, Damon King, and Y-O-U. This project would not exist without perspective outside of our own, so thank you all for sharing that. We're so grateful for the opportunity to take these weekly dives into the A Creative DC hashtag feed. Thank you to our new partners at Full Service Radio. You can follow along with them at fullserviceradio.org, at fullserviceradio on Instagram, and, ready, fullserviceRDO on Twitter. (laughs) Until next week, I am Morgan West. This has been Direct Message with A Creative DC. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. 
full-service radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at fullserviceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.